Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, ESPN Radio, ESPN News, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on your smart speakers. You can always call us, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Hot outside. Yeah, it's going to be another one, another humid one. Uh, Brian Custer in for Zubin. Uh Big injury, obviously, last night in the NBA as Giannis Antetokounmpo goes down the third quarter. Uh, Milwaukee loses to the Atlanta Hawks 110-88. That series is now tied at two games apiece. Hyperextended knee is what they're saying right now out of Milwaukee. He's going to have uh, MRI and uh, more imaging uh, done tonight. Again, another injury, and I think we had talked about this. It looks like the NBA Finals will be the battle of attrition. Whatever team's going to be the most healthiest team will probably make it to the finals, but this is just another superstar. Hey, Trey Young just went out the game before. So Trey Young goes out. He didn't play last night because of an ankle. Giannis uh, with the hyperextended knee. Uh, we've seen Donovan Mitchell. I mean, you can go on and on and on to the number of stars who have gone down in this NBA playoff postseason. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was on SportsCenter last night, uh, and he says it's not a good look for the league. Take a listen. If Giannis were to be gone, Giannis is gone. Trey Young goes down. Kawhi Leonard goes down. Then you got stars like LeBron James and Steph Curry out of the playoffs and stuff like that. It ain't the greatest look in the world when you've got these many guys going down. That's Stephen A's take. You know, there are a number of people, Key, when they look at all of these. I mean, listen, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Chris Paul, Harden, Kyrie, uh, Conley had the, the hamstring, Jalen Brown. Uh, went down and opted for surgery. Everyone keeps saying it's all because of this short turnaround. You know, LeBron <laughs> said, I told you that short turnaround is the reason why we're in this predicament right now in the league. I would say out of all those injuries that was just listed that I could think of, the short turnaround may have only been James Harden. Because of the hamstring. Because yeah. of the hamstring. And he came in, he came well, in overweight. What, 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 that's what I'm saying. So Yes. Being out of shape to a degree, yeah, because he didn't get the necessary time to just, you know, James Harden like to do what he do, right? Make it do what it do, baby. And, and so when you trying to tell me to come back early and I haven't really fully lived my off season life, and I'm in the club and I'm coming back, I'm not ready to come back yet because it's a timing issue. So that may be the only one. Outside of that, all basketball, all basketball related injuries. Giannis didn't hyperextend his knee. Last night, because he came back, uh, uh, what was it, 70 days later or yeah. whatever the number was? Right. No, no. Kyrie stepped on Giannis's ankle. Uh, uh, Trey Young uh, st- stepped, on the, the stepped on the referee's yep. leg or, or, or foot. Uh, who else? Big AD was going to the cup, came down kind of awkward, long, and, and did something to his groin. So I don't, really, I don't really know. LeBron James, when he missed a little bit of time, is because someone rolled on him. Uh, Chris Paul had a little shoulder contusion, but he continued to play in the game, and then he missed games because of the COVID situation. So I don't really, I don't really get why people think it's because of the short off season. Had, if we're talking about soft tissue injuries and mm-hmm. stuff like that, I'm the first one to dive in and say okay, and I'm also the first one to say they need their rest in longer time off. There's no question about it. They play a lot of damn basketball. So I get that. But to try to say that the injuries is because of this, 
I would think, and not being a doctor, I would think that that's not the case. It's I'm not a doctor, but, you know, it don't seem that way to me. It's obviously bad luck, but I think then from a league standpoint, you got to be sitting in your office like, you got to be kidding me with Giannis now because it's like, man, Trey just got hurt. And and as you talk about, and then when you look at the postseason overall, okay, I get it. Maybe the uh, the Lakers aren't in it. Uh, maybe the Sixers aren't in it. These big market teams and, and big stars, Embiid and this and that. It's like, man, all of the big time stars aren't in the postseason. Well, you still got you got young up and comers though. You still okay. So if the Clippers somehow sneak in, Paul George is there. The story of the Clippers. It, it, it hadn't won ever, da 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 You could tell that story. That's a huge market in L.A. Now you could – Steve Ballmer could spend some of that money to promote on his own what needs to go on for the Clippers to continue to grow. Sell that story. Sell it. Then you talk about the Suns. You got a story of Chris Paul finally getting there and doing it. You got the young story of DeAndre Ayton. You got the young story of Booker. You got the head coach's story of Monte. You put all that together, package that up. That's something for you to sell. Then if you go to Atlanta, you got the Trey. Oh, you know, Steph Curry, here we come. Yes. Hot Atlanta. Yeah. You know, uh, Buffalo Wings and all the other wings <laughs> you know, that you can think of. Yeah. Hot Wing, this and You can Lou. sell those stories yeah. with Lou. And, and, and so you can package it up how you need to from a marketing standpoint to get the eyeballs. I'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to see Chris Paul playing. And there's enough Clipper fans that they'll take a look. L.A. will take a look because it's still L.A. is still there. You'll still look at it. You know, Milwaukee's really the only one that you sit back and you go, if they make it to the championship, like, eh, mm. it ain't the same. Right. But I can create those other three markets. Oh, I can create something out of that. Let me tell you something. I can package that up real good. Let me tell you something. If I was in Atlanta, the first thing I would do, I'd go get uh, Jermaine Dupree and be like, yo, we're going to do the re- re- remix to Welcome to Atlanta. We're going to get Lou back in front of Magic That's City. That's what I'm saying. You can, do Shoot all that of the, video. you can do all the things to bring attention to the NBA lack of so-called star power that would be in the finals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can do it. Yeah. How much, though, with Giannis, though, going down? I mean, again, this is the two-time MVP. I get I get all that, but the Golden State Warriors were not the Golden State Warriors before they went to the championship. They was just trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, Steph was boom, boom, and Clay and Draymond, and, you know, and, and then all of a sudden it became must-see TV. Right. And the, because the story was there. Yeah. And I think with these other teams, the story is there. If Giannis was healthy and they went to the championship, I, I don't think you could tell a story about the Bucks like that. Mm. I don't think that many people on a national level is that interested in the Milwaukee Bucks. Don't you think, though, because he was two-time MVP, his aura – it would be even everybody, bigger. Everybody feels different about Giannis and the MVPs. Many people yeah. feel different about That's a good point. It. I mean, a lot of people feel they just do. It's almost like the Joker. People feel different about those MVPs. And, that's, and I think that's partly because when you win it two times in a row and you ain't even got to the finals, it's like, why are you getting this award? So, and if they don't make it this year, people are going to be out on Milwaukee and Giannis. They're going to be out on them. The one thing, too, though, with Milwaukee is, you know, this is this is a team that is 
I don't want to say struggling to get that national appeal. Um, they going to get it, though. Let's be honest with each other. They're not going to get it, mm. though. There's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing they can do that's going to garner national appeal. Mm. I, they may get some international stuff going because of Giannis, but a national, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it, because like you say, the cast of characters, you know, Middleton's a quiet guy. Cast of uh, characters. Yeah. Drew Holiday, quiet you, you, guy. You, Good player, you, quiet guy. You got to figure out how to create a story. It's already a story for the Clippers. The story is they've been really bad yep. for a very long time. <laughs> it, it, now, all of a sudden, they're in a championship. You have a story you could tell around Chris Paul, Monte, Devin Booker, Young. You could tell that story. Okay, and then you got Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Trey Young, the second coming of Steph Curry. Oh my God, look at him! Boom, 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 boom. Oh, he from fifty feet out. Right. You know, he pulling up as soon as he cross half court. Right. You can tell that story, and it's Atlanta. Yeah, you're right. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. Of course, KJZ is presented by uh, Progressive Insurance. All the guests uh, appear. Of course, on the Goodyear hotline, including Jerry Colangelo, who's going to join us in 20 minutes. But first, let's get back to the NFL. All right, we got to talk about uh, some coaches. We got to talk about some quarterbacks, um, possibly on the hot seat um, going into this season here. Uh, Ke- Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance, and so uh, let's start. Let's start with there on quarterbacks, head coaches, duos. Most pressure on them uh, in on the hot seat, and uh, give me one that for you that comes right off the top of your head, Key. That you say they they need to come out and perform. My hometown, right it, it would be the Los Angeles Rams. Hmm. I'm not a Rams fan, believe it or not. In uh, in when you look at it, it's everything that they did to acquire Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay went in in. As soon as the season was over, he said, I can't play with Jared Goff. I can't win with Jared Goff. I got to get me a guy that can run my offense and give me what I'm looking for. Oh, Matthew Stafford's available. Okay, let's give up two ones here. Jared Goff, get rid of that contract. Let's absorb whatever Matthew Stafford has left on his contract so now we can get to the Super Bowl again because I believe that Matthew Stafford can extend my coaching career in Los Angeles but also make us a better football team because he won't do some of the dumb things that made me mad with Jared Goff. Okay. That's uh, a lot of heat that's coming down on yeah, Sean McVay right. and Matthew Stafford. A lot of eyeballs going into a new stadium. This year they'll be able to uh, uh, pack the stadium where they didn't in COVID clearly. So you got all those sort of little ancillary pieces that subplots that's going on in L.A. for the Rams. So um, I hear what you're saying. And what about Indianapolis? Indi- about, because, you, you know, you go and get Carson Wentz in here. Indianapolis and-, Indianapolis and Frank Reich, one of my former teammates, certainly is a pressure cooker along with Carson Wentz. It was problematic for him in Philadelphia. Things didn't work out inside the locker room or on the field after a while. Coach gets fired. Then he says, basically, I want out. Frank Reich says, I can fix him. 
they had to move on, and I would have moved on from Phillip Rivers as well because Phillip Rivers a little older, longer in the tooth. He did as much as he could for the Indianapolis Colts, took Buffalo down to the wire, essentially had an opportunity in that game many times to win it, didn't do it. Now you bring in a young Carson Wentz who was the second pick overall in the draft, helped lead a team to a Super Bowl, although he didn't play in the playoffs or the Super Bowl. He still showed flashes of potential greatness at the quarterback spot. If his mind is right, right. which it seems to be coming out of Indy, he could be a pretty good quarterback again. I think at the beginning of the week we were talking about, you know, obviously the league, and one of the teams you talked about was Arizona and Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. I think there's a lot of pressure on Cliff Kingsbury as well as Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is playing for a contract extension, fifth-year option pickup. Cliff Kingsbury, in my opinion, is playing for his job, a coaching for his job. Because you can't take a guy who had no experience on the pro level and say, hey, we're going to bring this innovative offense to the party. Oh, it's exciting. We're going to do all these sort of things. And yet and still, in your fourth year, you still don't make the playoffs. Mm. Like, you, you ain't made the playoffs. You ain't scratched it. You, you win a couple good games. You have a, 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 a Hail Mary wins a game against Buffalo in the end. Oh, my God, this is exciting. But you wind up in the same spot you were in already, which is not going to the playoffs. How many years are you going to be Cincinnati Bengals? Are you just going to keep a coach around just to keep a coach around? At some point in time, Steve Kime, along with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, have got to figure out how to get this team into the playoffs in a tough Division. And not to mention J.J. Watt they bring in. You got A.J. Green going up in there now. You got him across from DeAndre Hopkins. So you got weapons. Yeah, no, they they got some weapons. They drafted poorly, in my opinion, at the skill positions in the past. But getting A.J. Green in, if he could be a fraction of what he was in the past, that certainly will help DeAndre. Uh, You know, Kristen Kirk's there. Can he continue to try to get better over time? And then can they figure out a running game? Can they figure out how to run the ball on a consistent basis? And, yeah, they bring in a name in J.J. Watt. I understand. He had, you know, some good years. defensive. I think he was three-time defensive player of the year. That's fine. Right. But that's old J.J. Watt. Yeah. You're getting old-ass J.J. Watt. You're not getting old. You're getting old-ass J.J. Watt. So let's just slow that down for a minute. And and you got to figure out the Chandler Jones situation because he wants his money as, as well. Um, Matt Lafleur, and whoever the quarterback is going to be, I, I think it, I think it's it, you know it's a pressure. It's not a fireable pressure, but it's pressure because you've been to two NFC Championship games. You yet to get over the hump. Aaron Rodgers most likely won't be there. Now you got Jordan Love underneath the center. Now you can't hide behind Aaron Rodgers and your football. Uh, IQs and all that. You can't do that as a coach. Now you got to coach this young man up and see if you can make a run in a division that has some weak quarterbacks. Jared Goff, Andy Dalton. I mean, like, you you in that division with them dudes yeah. and you can't win the division with a better roster? I mean, offensively and defensively, you got some playmakers on that side of the ball. You should be able to still win the division Without Aaron Rodgers, if you don't win the division without Aaron Rodgers, now people are going to start to look at you as a coach like, oh, okay, so you was doing that behind Aaron Rodgers. Okay, mm. it was really all Aaron Rodgers. Let me ask you this, and this one, this is a curveball here because we got to talk about some other teams. What about Denver? Because you, when you look at Vic Fangio, great defensive mind that this guy has, but Denver 
needs better pieces, I think, on the offense. You, you've gone, it was the fourth year. You still don't know who your it's quarterback is. It's all be. quarterback. It still don't know who your they quarterback is. They got some pieces on the offensive side of the ball, but it's really about the quarterback. Yeah. Can they acquire somebody that makes sense? Can right. they figure out how to get Aaron Rodgers? Can they, you know, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, maybe with this defense and Vic Fangio, he may be a different quarterback. Maybe they take the recipe that I like which is allow Teddy Bridgewater, if he's your starter, to make a few plays here and there, but rely heavily on the running game and your defense and see how far that could take you. Maybe that's the way to go if you can't get Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Didn't work out with Carolina last year. They tried that that, that recipe. And it, well, they didn't yeah. even have Christian McCaffrey. Yes, I, th- yes. I personally think he got a raw deal yeah. in Carolina, but that's just me. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think that when you look at it, the man played half the damn season without right. Christian McCaffrey. Right. They were in a lot of games. And so you, you, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, they moved on from him and Sam Darnold. Let's see what that is. So then how about this? And this one is interesting. Because Mike Vrabel, there in Tennessee, and Tannehill, you know, it seems as if he's he's gotten the Tannehill Derrick Henry mix to work for them. Yeah, old school approach. Yes. You know, defense is good. Mm. Now, now all of a sudden, you got a, a stud on the outside at, for for a wide receiver. You think the, this duo on the hot seat? Well, uh, for a guy who played defense and was a defensive coordinator, his defense needs to be better. better right. They need to be right. a better defense. They seem and, to give up the plays at the end. and that The secondary needs to be fixed. The linebacking court needs to be fixed. And I think if they can do that, their style of play certainly could take them a long ways within the division. Uh, you got the – the most dominant run, running back in the National Football League right now. Julio. Uh, you know, you added Julio Jones, mm. who, you know, he's only as good as how many balls he catches. Right. He, he plays receiver, so he's got to touch the football. <laughs> right. And then you got A.J. Brown over there. So you, you, you think about it, but you lost Arthur Smith to Atlanta. You lost your tight end. So what, what will you look like now? That's going to be key. What, what are they going to look like? Are they going to just hand the ball to Derrick Henry 500 times? Or are they going to all of a sudden, because of Julio Jones, get in this new offense coordinator, get so enamored that you think Tanny Hill is the second coming of Steve Young? Hmm. Well, we'll find out. Um, I know, I know we've talked a lot about Cam. What about Cam and Belichick? Belichick I, got, got hit I in think the head. I think it's going to be a lot of pressure on Coach Belichick and Cam Newton to perform at a different level than a year ago. Uh, so much pressure was put on, or not pressure, but so much negative pressure was put on Cam Newton as well as Bill Belichick throughout the course of last season. Cam didn't play in particularly well, and Bill Belichick coached as well as he could with the type of players that he had. It didn't help that Tom Brady left and took his football with him and went and won a Super Bowl. Didn't didn't help at all. So spending $200-plus million on free agent players saying, okay, I'm addressing this because I know we didn't have the players. That's an issue. That now has added pressure on to you because his excuse is, I didn't have any players. Right. Cam Newton didn't have any players. So now Bill Belichick has the players. The national media will try to eat him alive if it doesn't work out the way they think it should work out. And he really doesn't give a damn, just so that everybody knows. Right. But they will try to eat him alive and say, see, he wasn't. It was Tom Brady. So you're going to have all that. Cam Newton, oh, my God, he's terrible. He should just retire. I'm the first person to tell you. If Cam don't show up, and I'll tell him when he come on our show, he Needs to retire. Mm. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Mm. If he doesn't show up this year, 
I'll be the first to tell Cam, hang him up, man. You look bad. Dare I dare I say Jimmy G and Shanahan? No, and, it won't and, be a Jimmy G and a Shanahan because Shanahan, Shanahan, uh, Kyle Shanahan will go to, to uh, Trey Lance. He's not about to sit up and let Jimmy G get him scrutinized. Okay. They, they not him and John Lynch ain't gonna have that. Okay. They going they're going to eventually move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, when he's healthy, he's a hell of a quarterback, man. He's a good quarterback. The problem is he's got to stay healthy. Right. He's got to stay healthy, and he's got to trust that he can stay healthy and not play scared to get hurt or things of that nature. But he's a hell of a quarterback. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Right. He might not be your top five guy, but he's a serviceable, good quarterback. You got to stay healthy. Just got to stay healthy. He did help lead his team to a Super Bowl. I know there are probably people in Chicago who are saying, okay, what about Matt Nagy? And, I can't figure out the what, Chicago angle. What are we going to do? I know. Listen, I know he's done some things with Trubisky, but you know, we we, we want Justin Fields to be our starter, and Nagy's a guy who's zero and two in the postseason. I, I can't figure out Chicago. I can't figure out the end game with them and what it is that they want to do. Do you want to start Justin Fields? Do you not want to start him? You drafted him, or is it that you just? think he's too young mm. and Andy Dalton. But I can tell you right now, if Justin Fields goes out there in training camp and he has that wow factor and he has that those making those plays that make those defensive players kneel down on that ground and start looking at their coach like this, yeah. then it's, it's yeah, absolutely. you know, Matt Nagy's got to figure that out. Right. When, when, when Khalil Mack and, and that group, uh, Robert Quinn and them start putting their arms, uh, Jalen Johnson start putting their arms around, Fields walking back into the locker room after practice, he got he's got to take notice of that. He's got to look at that and go, huh, the best asset we have as a team is our defense, and they're gravitating toward their young man. What does that mean? It's almost like Lamar Jackson. Right. Lamar Jackson, they went with Joe Flacco early on, and then they start seeing how those defensive players started resonating with Lamar Jackson, and, and Harbaugh was looking at that, legitimately looking at it and saying, I think I think this young kid has won over his teammates as a backup quarterback. And if he doesn't, he probably won't be there uh, True. much longer. Uh, the end of an era for Team USA. That is next on KJZ here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Some of the action from the playoffs that came courtesy of Rip City Radio. 
Uh, so we've got game six tonight in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, game five will be coming up tomorrow night uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. That series is all tied up at two games apiece now that Giannis Antetokounmpo has the hyperextended knee. Uh, game six tonight, so you know no Kawhi Leonard. Um, so let's talk about it. I know a lot of people want to talk about these series. Let's get right to the phone lines, and we'll start in Florida. Chris, uh, welcome to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. What you got for us, Chris? Nothing. Nothing. Nathan. Uh, Nathan. Yeah, exactly. We're going to Brooklyn. Uh, Jay, what you got for us? Peace, peace. Um, I have for you that the um, the Bucks um, need to play a little bit of bully ball. They need to go ahead and take everything straight to the Baja and stop playing games. You know, especially if Giannis is not coming back. And I lean towards them. Man, something wrong with everybody's phone lines yeah. right now. Eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. But you know what? It's the same thing that you you said when we we started this discussion. We knew Milwaukee had problems at the very beginning of the game when Giannis is shooting threes and airballing threes, as opposed as you talked about using that shoulder and playing bully ball and just taking them into the paint. Well, if he's not there, who's gonna do it for him? Who's gonna paint it? Yeah, I mean that's he's the guy in the paint, but. With his injury, we're still kind of waiting to see exactly what that is. It's a hyperextension. So far, that's what's reported. And that's, believe it or not, that's a, that's a hard injury to just bounce back from on a couple of days rest. I mean, it's, it, I've had a hyperextension before, and it does not feel, feel like your, it feels like your knee is getting ready, your leg getting ready to fall off, mm. man. There's no stability there. Right. Uh, let's get right to the phone line again and joining us on that good year. Uh, phone line is the managing director of Team USA Men's Basketball, four-time NBA Executive of the Year. He has won three Olympic gold medals. He's Jerry Colangelo. How are you, Jerry? Good morning. Nice to be with you guys. Great to have you on. And, of course, he he joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. And, you know, Jerry, when you talk about Team USA, one of the things that has gotten some criticism is the selection of Kevin Love. Uh, being on the mm-hmm. roster, even though he certainly has equity uh, with the team, how do you respond to the criticism when people say, "Why is Kevin Love on the on the squad?" Well, it's pretty simple. You have a staff. Uh, it's a collective uh, decision regarding what we think was the best in the best interest of the of the team. And uh, you know, start with this. Most of the the bigs in the NBA are international players. They're not uh, American players. That's just the way it is. We haven't developed bigs the way they have in other countries. And so when you look at what, you know, a staff believes they need to compete with, um, the feeling was an extra big was – really something we needed in the way of insurance. And when you looked at the the availability, you had either some younger players without any international experience, or you had someone who had really quite a bit of international experience, and he fits the mold of being able to step outside and shoot the ball, rebound, and do some of the things that we needed some shoring up with. 
And so when you looked at, you know, Randall, uh, who we all liked, you know, he had a good year this year and he's come along a long way. Um, although love had not played very much in the last two years, we're not looking for someone to step in and be a starter. We're looking for an insurance policy sitting at the end of the bench that if something happens to one of your bigs, throw someone in there who can buy some time for you. And and because of the skill level that he he has, he just stepped out as the person that the staff really wanted. And I supported that. Jerry, how will USA basketball be different without Coach K in the fold? Well, different and yet very similar. Um, you know, I think I may have mentioned this one time before, but uh, back in 16, when we were getting ready for uh, the uh, Olympic Games in Rio, uh, I wanted to select the new uh, replacement for Coach K before that uh, uh before that Olympics, so that there would not be speculation. We wanted to focus just on the games. And so uh, Popovich was my choice, and I invited him into Las Vegas for our training camp. Well, believe it or not, two icons in the basketball world in terms of coaching, uh, very similar backgrounds, military backgrounds, Popovich at the Air Force Academy, um, Coach K at uh, West Point, um, many, many things were similar, but they had never met. They had never crossed paths in all, the, all those years. And when they met, it was like they'd known each other their entire lifetime. So quite a few similarities, different styles in terms of communication, but two great communicators. And therefore, they're respected by the players, um, and they respect the players. It's a two-way street. Um, so I think it's going to be similar in many ways, but they're, all, they're both individuals. They both have their own idiosyncrasies. And um, I could not have done better, in my opinion, in terms of uh, giving the reins to, uh, uh, to the very best, one of the maybe the best uh, coach in the NBA in the last, 20 years in Popovich and of course coach K's um, career speaks for itself on the collegiate level. Jerry, you've been doing this for a very, very long time. Um, have we seen the last of Olympic LeBron? I would think so. Uh, just, you know, father time takes its toll and you guys know that because if you're a human being, your body is, is built to, to go so long, depending on what your sport is. And then it's a, it's a downhill situation. And LeBron made choices these last couple of Olympics not to participate because he's got a lot, a lot of things going on in his life. And so he put in his time. He made a contribution that is appreciated. Uh, but I think his time is over. Jerry Colangelo, Managing Director of Team USA, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. And, you know, Jerry, I remember when you were running uh, the Suns, and I think that was the last time they reached the NBA Finals. What it would mean for that organization to get back there? 
Well, it's been bright. There's no question that there's been a a long drought as it relates to the franchise. And honestly, I couldn't be any more pleased with how things have turned around. And finally, after more than a decade, uh, a team that is competing and has a shot a game away from getting to the finals. And uh, so, you know, when you give birth to a franchise like I did, you know, the birth of the of the Suns back in 1968, you are you are really involved mentally, physically, etc. And uh, you want to see your baby do well. You want to see it grow into maturity and have success. And you know, for about 40 years, we had quite a run. Honestly, we had fourth rest, fourth best record in basketball for those 40 years. And you know, it was only a handful of years when we didn't make the playoffs. And we knocked on the door on a couple of occasions getting to the finals. And quite honestly, deep in my heart, there were three or four other occasions when we could have, should have, might have won a championship and things just didn't line up. The irony for me is I got into baseball and in our fourth year, we won a World Series. And that really kind of blew me away. Uh, here you you work your lifetime trying to get an NBA title, and it was elusive for whatever reasons. And that's why this year, when you look at the teams that are that are left, who's been eliminated, the injuries that have taken place, COVID. Um, you know, I had 12 players out of our 50 some players who couldn't play because of injuries going forward or chose not to because their bodies needed to heal. You have to adjust. You have to roll with the punches. You deal with the cards that are dealt you, and you put your best people out there. And everyone wants to win. Uh, sometimes the stars have to be aligned. You have to be a little lucky in terms of matchups. And who would have thunk, you know, the teams that are left would have been left. Yeah. Um, You're right. You know, a year ago. So I think I think this. I think the stars are aligned for just exactly what's happened this year. You know, injuries have played a significant role. And so COVID, by compressing two seasons back-to-back without any downtime, that was a big factor here with injuries, in my opinion. And so... Anyway, we're we go to camp. I'm excited about going to camp and we have some new blood, some younger players who are really excited about the opportunity and you know, to be around young guys who who have that attitude is going to be refreshing. And so it's a combination of, of vets with international experience, young blood, um, a lot of enthusiasm. Um, it's going to be an interesting time because when we get to, um, we'll be in Las Vegas for two weeks. We'll play five friendly games because we have countries coming into Vegas to do their training camps and then head for um, Tokyo where it's not a bubble, but pretty close in that we have no access to restaurants, shopping or anything like that. We go to our hotels and uh, there's protocol. We go to practice sessions, and we go to games. So for two and a half weeks, we're going to be a, 
a very small, intimate group of mm. guys who are um, have a goal and an objective. And, you know, the goal is to get the gold medal and get home. And Let's you, go get it. Absolutely. Best of luck to you, Jerry Colangelo, of course, the managing Thanks, director of Team USA Basketball. Thank you, Jerry. All right, Jerry. All righty. All right. Coming up, call a roulette. Hang on the line. If you're already there, we are going to come to you next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. John J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Brian Custer in for Zubin. It's time for Caller Roulette. Let's get right to it. Spin the wheel. Line two. Hey guys, listen, two quick things. I don't think I've ever remember wanting somebody to win that wasn't on my team more than Chris Paul. But my question is, my statement really is, I think the underrated team seldom talked about that is going to make a big splash in the offseason and probably make a deep run is my Chicago Bulls. What do you think? I think the Bulls could. Zach Levine, if they can somehow, I think an interesting piece for them could be uh, LaMelo Ball. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, if you look over there, and all of a sudden he going, he's going over there. Lonzo. I mean, Lonzo. I don't know why I say Melo. Mm-hmm. Lonzo going over there with, with Zach Levine. That could turn out to be something. They need a point guard. You're right about that. Uh, spin the wheel. Melo, Zach, all that <laughs> balls, everything. Them dudes, too many names, man. Right. Melo, Jello. Uh, line four. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm wondering who do you think the best team in the NFC or AFC North is going to be this year? AFC North. That's, I mean, you know, you got, is it going to be Steelers? Is it going to be the Browns? Is it going I to think be it's, the Ravens? I think, it's going, I think it's going to be Cleveland. Cleveland? I think Cleveland. going to do it? I think it's Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I can give that. And then Cincinnati, yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That's I, what I, I think it's going to be. I agree with that. Spin the wheel. Line five. I want to talk about how overrated Chris Paul has been in the playoffs and why people think he's so good when he's, his teams are negative 175 when he's on the court in the playoffs. 
compare that to, say, Russell Westbrook, who's close to plus 175. Well, I don't think I, – look, man, I don't think he's overrated. I think what he's brought to a team – what was the Phoenix Suns prior to him getting there? Nothing. What was OKC prior to him getting there? Nothing. You know, and so when you look at the last two stops for him, he certainly turned things around for those franchises, and, and the players themselves have said it. And when you, you, you can't criticize him for anything except he hadn't won a championship. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that ain't even a criticism. Everybody, it, it, man, it's, it takes a lot of different scenarios and situations to win a damn championship. And watch the narrative change if they get the victory today and tonight and close out the series. Spin the wheel. Line six. Corey from New York. I got two quick things what you guys talked to already. I think Booker has to be, in argument, one of the best players available in the NBA playoffs right now. And what's the other? And and I think Damian Lillard will finish, or some team's going to make a hard push if he comes available. And I think the Knicks, the Lakers, or the Jazz, someone's going to put a – a whopping of picks and players to get him. Yeah, the Lakers ain't gonna do it. Why would you get a Lakers? Why would you get a Lakers Dame Lillard? They're not gonna do that. They move him somewhere else. In terms of Booker, Booker's young, man. He got plenty of time. Yeah. He'll be fine. Knicks have tr- certainly tried to be, be into that. Been another good show, my brother. Yep, bucket. Have a good Wednesday. Oh. For Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Will, and Zubin, I'm Brian Custer. Thanks for listening. Damn! Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.